You're listening to episode 23 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 23. We have not one, but two special guests today on the podcast. The first is Doug Schumacher, and he is a marketing guru. He is quickly becoming a leader in marketing when it comes to voice-first technology. He's got a very extensive background in copywriting, radio, commercials, uh, social media marketing, and he'll tell you all about that when we get into the podcast itself. But he is also the creator of an incredible uh, podcast called Homie and Lexi, uh, which highlights uh, some of our uh, quirks with voice technology as we learn how to use these various personal assistants. And uh, it's a real pleasure to have him on the show. As I said, we get into lots of marketing concepts, whether that be for your own brand, a nonprofit, or a hobby. Uh, And we talk about some of the differences between that and traditional marketing and so on. We cover a lot in this. And then, as I mentioned, we have a second special guest and uh, you'll have to wait till the end of the podcast to uh, to see who that is, but it's a real special treat, and uh, I hope you'll really enjoy the, uh, the last segment here of the podcast today. So without any further ado, I want to welcome our guest, our first guest, uh, Doug Schumacher, onto the podcast. Okay, well, it's a real pleasure to welcome Doug Schumacher onto the Election Canada podcast. Hi there, Doug. How are you doing? Hey, doing great, Terry. Thanks. Good to talk to you. Yeah, it's likewise, great to talk to you as well. So um, your expertise is marketing, and we're going to talk all about that in this uh, podcast and how that ties in with voice technology. But maybe you can give the listeners a little bit of your background. How did you get to where you are, and what do you do now? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, so as far as the background goes, I started out as a copywriter, advertising copywriter, and uh, here in Los Angeles, worked at a lot of the major agencies here. And uh, especially when you're starting out, you write a lot of radio commercials, and so I was uh, doing a lot of that, and I really enjoyed it. Um, always enjoyed the audio, uh, the audio studio environment. I have a background in music as well. Um, gave my way through college, so uh, so a lot of kind of audio experience in the background. And, and I think going forward then, I've been in new, new media marketing for about 15 plus years, creating apps, doing online products and um, uh, marketing solutions, uh, you know, a lot of different uh, entertainment industry type apps. And, um, and then also developed a, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the whole um, new media marketing uh, trending, if you will, kind of went from, uh, you know, websites to doing uh, a social media and then mobile apps and so on. And so as I was following that trend, uh, we ended up launching Zoom, which is a social content analysis app. I launched that about seven years ago. And that's a tool that can tell users what kind of content is working best in their industry uh, on social media. 
So it's a lot of those different things that have come together. And, you know, when you're in online marketing, you're always looking for what that new direction is. And so I started looking at AI and trying to figure out how AI was going to impact the marketing world, in particular, the audience facing communications. And that kind of led me into the voice web. And, uh, and, and I found the voice web very interesting. Sure. Given your background, it sounds like with the everything, like you said, everything kind of come together and this sounds like it's a really good fit for you. Yeah, exactly. And I was curious, you know, what part, what aspects of the, uh, of the voice web, uh, are going to, uh, are going to be, you know, the, the, the communication side of that. And so, uh, and so that's where I started looking at how can I sort of get into that? You know, and again, I think bringing in my content marketing background, I, I started to try and I, I looked at that from uh, the point of view of what kind of content can I produce to sort of get into that conversation. And so that's what led to Homie and Lexi was looking at the the uh, voice web industries. I immediately started digesting all of the podcasts that are out there as a way of getting information. And, and that led to Homie and Lexi as a way of doing something in that space, uh, hopefully with a creative spin and a kind of an entertaining element to it. Great. So we, we're going to talk lots about Homie and Lexi. I really want to dive into that. But what's your position right now? What company are you working? You know, what, where, where do you spend most of your time right now? So right now I've, I've got Zoom, which is the social analytics tool. Okay. And I still work at that. We've got a lot of great people that are, uh, that are uh, working there as well. Uh, so in addition to doing that, I do some, social, uh, some various types of marketing consulting, uh, branding, product development, things like that. And then probably the third portion of my time would be Homie and Lexi and doing things in the voice space. Great, great, fantastic. So let's talk about Homie and Lexi. So tell us what this is all about. Where did this idea come from? How did you get started with it? It's it's fascinating. Uh, uh, I'll let you tell the story because I could talk about it, how, how quite entertaining and how, how, um, how much fun it is to listen to, but I'll let you take it away. Tell the listeners a little bit about the project. No, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I think it goes back to like what I was talking about with the AI, you know, I became very fascinated with AI. Uh, I've read a number of books on it and, um, and articles and so on, and really became convinced it was going to be a huge, uh, huge impact on the marketing world. So then, you know, I was looking at trying to figure out what aspect of AI is going to be the most relevant and really, again, just narrowing down on the voice web, it seemed to combine a lot of the, uh, a lot of the more consumer facing aspects of AI combined with what meshed with my background very well. So at that point, I was really trying to figure out, okay, what can I do to produce uh, or publish something in that space? You know, how can I uh, publish something, write something, produce whatever it was? wasn't really sure what kind of content it would be. And I had both of the devices and was dabbling around with them, playing with the different uh, different apps and different capabilities. And I think I was literally sitting there looking at them both on my fridge one day, kind of wondering if they, <laughs> they might be chatting behind my back when I walk out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As I'm sure anybody who has both devices probably crossed their mind. And so uh, that really led to the the idea of, some kind of a podcast. You know, I was trying to try. The other area that I'm, I'm curious, uh, that I find really fascinating is this mix of short form audio content with the voice web. Uh -huh. And, you know, I think this gets into like, well, this, you, know, you know what, you, you certainly know what I'm talking about with your flash briefing, which I, you know, regularly start my day with. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, that area I think is a real interesting opportunity for brands right now. And so all of it just kind of came together and ended up launching the podcast. And again, you know, it's, it really goes about a lot 
back to my early radio writing. And I think a lot of that factors in very heavily here. Sure, sure. So let me tap into the the sort of the marketing business mind behind Homey and Lexi. Is this is there something that you were thinking about in terms of where you know what's the path that Homey and Lexi is taking, or where is this going, or is there an end goal here? Or I'm curious to to know what you're thinking in that respect. Yeah. So my first, I did kind of a couple different uh, goals on this, if you will. Uh, the first was to really sort of get myself introduced to the voice community, the top influencers like yourself, uh, the top podcasters, writers, uh, influencers in the industry. So that was really my goal number one. Mm -hmm. I was wanting to get into the marketing of these uh, voice apps. You know, that was my real interest was I want to get into uh, strategizing the uh, the uh, voice app experience to creating and producing the voice apps and then marketing the voice apps. Mm -hmm. So those three were my primary interest. And that's why the voice industry was really my primary target audience in this. Uh, and then secondary, it was like, okay, well, if I can get some traction, if this can pick up, then I was very interested in expanding it out to the broader voice, uh, voice bot ownership market, if you will, the voice assistant owners uh, that, you know, I think just hit 50 million in the US. So that was the secondary audience. And then beyond that, just as, you know, as big as it could go, fantastic. We've also been picked up at the, uh, at, uh, from some of the different publications and podcasters. Uh, we're currently, Homie and Lexi's currently running at the end of the This Week in Voice uh, podcast, which uh, Bradley Metric runs. And then also, Brett Kinsella gave us a really nice piece on voicebot.ai a couple weeks ago, uh, profiling Homie and Lexi. So that was great. Right, right. And I've, I've, I, I uh, remember both of those references, and I, and I continue to listen to the episodes, both independently, actually, but at the end of uh, uh, This Week in Voice with uh, Bradley's uh, uh, podcast. So that's great. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, fantastic. So um, I want to get into a little bit then in terms of marketing in general for uh, voice technology. And, I, and I, the way I think of it is... I see sort of the two different areas there. There's, there's, you know, for those people that have wanted to create some type of voice product, like, like a, a Lexi skill, we'll call it. Um, and I'm sure they'd be interested in knowing what is the best way to market for that? Because as you know, one of the big issues with skills is discoverability and it's very hard to um, get your skill discovered by, by the users out there. And then second, secondly, I, I see that there's an opportunity to discuss how you can use voice technology for marketing anything, whether that be your own brand or business or nonprofit or just even a hobby. Um, and so maybe we can start with the first. Um, and do you have any thoughts or what would be your, your suggestions or your framework? What do you think about when, you're, when you think about how do you market a voice tech product such as a skill or a flash briefing or a, or, or a podcast or that sort of thing? Yeah. So, you know, typically in marketing, you start with looking at your target audience. You look, you look at really three major factors. You look at your target audience, you look at who the, uh, the competitive landscape is, and you look at your own personal, you know, your, your own companies uh, in this product, in this case, the voice app. And you would look for uh, similarities between what the audience is looking for and what your brand has, and then the differences or distinct advantages between yourself and the competitors. 
Uh, you know, in an industry that's very new, like voice, it's 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 that's both great and it's also creates some challenges because uh, as as I'm sure a lot of people in the voice industry have found out regarding the challenges, um, you know, the invocation issue or the uh, the discovery issue rather is is I think still a real a real challenge, and 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 probably will be for a long time. You know, one of the big problems or challenges I'll, I'll call them challenges because they have to be. We'll we'll figure out how to overcome them, right? Mm-hmm. We will. <laughs> Well, one of the big challenges is when you're, you know, it's if you're across town, I mean, it's 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 where, you know, and I think this will again, I think a lot of these problems are going to are going to uh, sort of fade away over time. But right now, if you're marketing to somebody and you want to you know, get them to use your voice app, you have a lot of things to consider. Is the device at home or, you know, are you marketing to them on a mobile environment? Because if you're talking to somebody who, you know, you want them to use it at home, then you, you know, you have to figure out, okay, well, where they have, where do they have the device? What time are they going to be around it? Because you don't have, when you're, when you're dealing with a, a voice app or, you know, voice assistant experience, it's not like you're on a, a web page and you can see a bunch while you're reading content, you can see a bunch of ads over on the side, right? Right. You, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a linear sort of one dimensional experience. And so, and, and, and I, and I don't foresee any time in the near future where, you know, you're listening to something and it's going to be constantly interrupted with messages that may very well change, but mm. uh, right now it's certainly not the case. So that's one of the big challenges is trying to figure out, okay, what, what type of message do you, do you get across that the, the user can either remember when they get back or you either figure out how to target it to them. So like maybe you're targeting them on their mobile phone, you know, some, some companies like Facebook allow you to target during specific times of the day. So, you know, right now I'm experimenting with targeting on mobile phones during the evenings when people are hopefully at home, maybe in their kitchen where a very common place for the devices, uh, for putting the devices is. So I think there's a lot of considerations like that that you have to take into account, not to, not to mention what's currently, I think one of the biggest challenges is just the two different devices. They have different invocations. Uh, uh, with Alexa, you have to enable the skill. So, you know, I, right now my, 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 what I'm favoring is just going with a very kind of broad high level branding message and really hoping people can remember the name of whatever the content or product is or voice app is you're trying to market and and uh and you know have the wherewithal to know how to enable that and start start the app or uh, open the app uh from there right and i guess that's i'm I'm happy to hear that because I, i without having any formal sort of marketing background I've decided I made the decision for better or for worse, but it sounds like it might be the right decision is that for my own podcasts and and for my flash briefing voice in Canada, I've just really tried to put that brand out there and, and, you know, try to highlight that here I am voice in Canada. I'm trying to give the best up to date message that I can. And, you know, you can tune into my voice technology products if that is something that you think you'll find helpful. And, I think what you're saying is that's sort of the right approach for now. Is that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, you know, float above all the uh, all the chaos, right? I mean, all the, <laughs> there are a lot of problems down, you know, down at the surface level with, you know, whether it's the, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people that just even have they find the voice app experience kind of frustrating, mm-hmm. you know, just you know, you get in past uh, you know two or three commands or requests, and you know, people tend to kind of get lost. And I, I just think it's uh, I think going simpler is is better mm-hmm. when things are complicated. And so yeah. I, I I totally think what you're doing, not to mention, is right on. Not to mention, uh, you know, you have the the podcast angle to it, which adds both another channel for people to access your content, but also another level of complexity. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I, I, like you said, I mean, it's, 
you know, there's only so many hours I have in the day, as we all know. Yeah. But I think the, the 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 more avenues that I have to reach a person, I think it's also better service just to the to the to the client or to the user. I mean, somebody might enjoy listening to a podcast more than a flash briefing, and I and I guess it goes back to you know the more you can have a consistent message from your brand, regardless of how you're you know, your touch points with the user. I think that's, I think that's important. So. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and we're getting to the point where, you know, I certainly listen to uh, your flash briefing on, on, uh, you know, on multiple different situations. I've listened to it on my phone as the podcast app. I've listened to it in the flash briefing on the, uh, on the Alexa device. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, you know, I think that that goes back to what you're talking about. There's an interesting, there's an interesting uh, contrast right now, I think between podcasts and voice apps, uh, you know, podcasts, uh, have a very simple user experience, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like you start to play it and you listen to it, and it's very simple. Uh, whereas voice apps, I think, tend to be a little bit more complicated. You know, you, you make a request, you get a feedback, you try to navigate a certain pathway. Um, but yet at the same time, vo- uh, accessing a podcast is complicated, whereas accessing a voice app is very simple. So that's where I think the this m- sort of future merger of short form audio content combined with the voice app uh, the request experience is a really interesting area. Right. So if we bring it back to Homie and Lexi there for a, set, for a moment, that is produ- you produce that as a short form but podcast. Um, but you've also got it at now as a Lexi skill. And yes. so what's the, can you tell me a little bit about the thinking behind that? Well, it's really more than anything. Again, I think similar to what you were saying is about being at the, be, being wherever the, you know, wherever somebody wants to consume the content. And that's really a, that's a content marketing staple really is taking whatever content you can produce or whatever, you know, whatever you have to offer and making it available to wherever people are, uh, wherever your audience is. So that was really the, 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 the reason behind that. And also just to, you know, go through that experience and to, uh, you know, if you're talking, if you're doing a, if you're doing a, a, a content piece about the, uh, about the voice industry, you want to have a voice app. Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. Well, that's great. Um, so let's talk about that other scenario that I was that I sort of mentioned there briefly. Um, now, in terms, let's pretend that somebody's got a business or they've got some type of could be anything. Like I said, a nonprofit, a hobby they want to promote, uh, a particular brand, or you know their their restaurant down the street. With this emerging voice technology now, there's going to be lots of opportunity, and I'm sure many more in the future as this grows to market through voice technology. Um, so I'm curious about your thoughts on that. Are there best practices or the things these, these types of people should be considering? What are your thoughts there? Well, you know, I, I, I'm not that familiar with how many different opportunities there are out there to insert your, your voice ad, if you will, into any kind of existing voice apps. I mean, I, you know, I know that like with podcasting, you can, you know, there's a lot of podcast networks out there and, and, you know, that, that could be an interesting way to go. But I think, I think the opportunity for brands right now is, is going to be uh, doing something that's a very simple experience. And I would, Mm. you know, I'd always recommend brands starting simple, you know, not doing something overly complex. And this comes back, you know, this, this comes from doing numerous web pages in the, or, you know, in the late nineties into the early aughts and, 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 and mobile apps and so on where, you know, I, I'm a real fan of the, uh, uh, of the, um, the uh, uh, launching simple to start with and uh, and you know the MVP minimum viable product get it up there and try something and so I think I think the opportunity for brands right now is to is to do something very simple 
that is a voice experience. And, you know, and I, again, I think like some kind of short form audio is an interesting, is an interesting place to be. Uh, but using that as their voice marketing and, and really looking at a way to get into the voice space uh, any way possible, because I think it's really, I think not only is there you know, significant support for the growth of the, for the future growth of the industry, but, uh, but also it's, it's such a, I think it's just such an interesting, uh, uh, personality for brands to present themselves with, you know, I mean, it's just saying, saying, you know, okay, oh, you know, okay, Google or talk to, talk to Nike or something like that, you know, or, right. or, uh, Alexa, you know, st- startup converse or something like that. I think mm-hmm. it's just a really, it's, it's, it's so different than going, sitting down at a computer and typing in www.sumurl. Right. It feels more personal. It feels distinct. And I think the brands that start to, generate and drive that behavior i think they're going to see a lot of a lot of benefit from that right right it's interesting and i know you know a lot of industry experts are saying that you know people are eventually going this is already happening people are searching for things by voice more and more and Mm -hmm. the trend it sounds like you know unless you've got a voice presence in some way or another as people search for things through their voices if your brand isn't playing in the voice tech world you're going to be left behind. Yeah. I mean, again, I think, you know, it's, it's, and, and you can get into the whole discussion around the, uh, you know, the, the, the sort of front page of Google, if you will, you know, I mean, how many voice experiences are people going to be consuming in any given period? I think that the, the, I think people are going to become much more entrenched even than they are on the web for reasons like we were talking about, about the linear experience, you know, it's just, it's going to be a very focused experience. And so in that regard, I think, you know, right now, I just, I think it's uh, anybody that can get into somebody's flash briefing, that is such prime, I don't know if real estate or time slot or whatever you call it, that's mm-hmm. such a prime place to be right now. That seems to be the equivalent of the front page of Google. Yeah. Have you heard much or have you heard any brands uh, advertising in someone else's flash briefing at this point? Or is that something? Well, yeah. I mean, I listened to the Daily New York Times. They uh-huh. have, uh, I believe they have ads in theirs. Um who else does? Uh, let's see. I think they do. Actually, I'm not sure though. Do they? I'm trying to remember. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I listen to it all the time, and you know, I become so conditioned. Like I, yeah. I listen to so many podcasts, yeah. and and sometimes I'll listen to it as a podcast. So I, I actually can't remember if that, if they have ads or not. But, yeah, uh, but if if they did, it wouldn't surprise me because uh-huh. their content tends to be about 15 to 20 minutes long. Right. Right. That's very interesting. So that's a long, I haven't listened to that, that particular flash briefing, but that's a longer one than 15 to 20 minutes. That's interesting. Yeah, I think, I think, I I mean, I know that I know a number of episodes are at least 10 minutes and some of them have been longer. So what would be, that raises a very interesting question. Um, What would be your thoughts on introducing ads to a flash briefing that's only about two minutes in length? Like what happens there? Yeah, I think, you know, the opportunity, and this is something I've thought about is, you know, well, what would be the most likely marketing or, or advertising opportunity with Homey at Lexi? And I, you know, the thing that I'm entertaining right now and would probably lean towards in the future is, is uh, specifically focusing on apps, you know, voice apps. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that makes sense because, you know, obviously you're right there in the voice space. Um, it's a, it's about the voice app space. And that way, you know, it would be, it would be something where it would be a very quick handoff to the actual product experience. You know, if somebody's listening in a flash briefing and then you run the ad for another app in there, that to, that to me is, is a, a great way to minimize that onboarding process, that, that gap. Whereas, you know, if you're talking, if you're, if you're, 
promoting your app in a billboard across town and somebody sees it and they have to drive home and get to their house where they have their device, you know, you're, you're creating quite a gap there. Right. So just to clarify, so you're saying in, so for example, within Homey and Lexi, there would be another, potentially there'd be an ad there that uh, is, you know, directing a user to another Lexi skill that you could enable. Is that what exactly. you're saying? Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. gotcha. And as you were saying that, I was just thinking in terms of short, um, short form audio, I wonder about even just sort of like product placement type ads um, in something like Homey and Lexi. I don't know if that's something that you've considered, but you see a lot in movies, oh, as, you uh, know, yeah. that sort of thing, but. Uh, yeah, it's. Well, no, it's definitely, uh, you know, I, I, I even get kind of back from my radio days. I've, you know, taken, I've, I've more than uh, a number of times taken on the challenge of, you know, writing something entertaining about any given topic, right? That's kind right. of what you get sure. doing advertising. So, so yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely occurred to me. I, you know, at the, at the end of the day, content is about, you know, keeping the quality good. And so I wouldn't want to get too diluted, if you will. Right. But, uh, but I, I could see something like that. Right. Right. Cool. Um, what about like other are, are there major differences that you're finding from your you know from your background in terms of radio advertising versus the the way that we have voice today are there big differences or obstacles or challenges that you're seeing today uh, as the technology evolves well I, you know, I think the the from a format standpoint and this isn't just uh, this isn't just uh, you know voice audio but it's more about the uh, the, um, the, the web and versus broadcast, uh, the way it was traditionally set up. And that is about the, the, you know, when you're doing a radio commercial, you have an exact set time that you have to slot into, you know, and you have to, you have to write something that is exactly 60 seconds and mm. uh, if you will, or 30 seconds, whatever your time slot is. Sure. And so that, that is, that's a big driver on the, uh, on the content or whatever you're, uh, whatever you're writing. And it's something I've heard a lot from, from, uh, TV or, or rather YouTube content creators is one thing they love or Netflix is another one, you know, the, uh, various shows on Netflix. One of the things when they're Netflix only, one of the things they love the, the creators really like is um, is not being confined to a specific time slot, being able to write it to whatever feels right for the piece. So that's a huge difference that you know is uh, applies to podcasting or short audio, short form audio on voice apps. Um, so you know that's a really interesting one. And then as far as like uh, let's see, what was the the other side of that we were talking about the. Uh, the uh, as far as the uh, the actual um, experience itself, I think the simplicity of invoking a uh, a piece of content on a voice app is fantastic. You know, you can go up to Alexa and say, "Alexa, start Homey and Lexi," and just like that, you know, it's playing, and that's a much nicer experience than trying to find your podcast on a phone app. Sure. And I think that gets back to, to something that, well, I, I know the listeners here have heard me say many times, just the fact that the thing, one of the things that is so powerful about voice is it's just such a natural way of, of Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's fluid. It, uh, you know, it doesn't get, it doesn't involve, uh, things like, uh, uh, you know, if you're, if you're being jarred around or if you're, uh, if you, if you have access to, you know, you, to be, to your keyboard or whatever it is, you know, it's just, it's, it's very natural. Right. Absolutely. Um, and maybe we can just touch a little bit about, uh, touch on um, social media and how you see that sort of intertwining with the voice technology uh, field. Do you have any sort of tips or tricks or thoughts on how you can use social media uh, for voice tech or, or vice versa? 
Yeah, um, you know, it's 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 funny. Uh, well, in, in some ways, uh, I think of uh, of uh, the voice space as almost the anti-social media. You know, <laughs> it's not 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 that it's not that it's it's not social, but you know, and yes, I think there's some research that just came out that said a lot of the uh, a lot of the experiences are family based, but it it is a very different uh, it is a very different environment, you know, and I, I don't know what like in terms of you know in in terms of the voice. Uh, assistant devices. I don't know, like what kind of social environment you could have on that. You know, I, I mean, I presume there'll be something that will emerge. But right. I, one of the things I really like about the voice uh, about the voice space is it's 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 not a million people talking at once. Mm-hmm. And I love social media. You know, I mean, I think uh, I think Twitter is great. I think the combination of social media for mar- or the combination of social media and voice apps as a as a marketing platform is great because one of the things that you know I think it's going to be necessary because one of the one of the again one of the challenges of the voice web is sharing uh, you know this is the same for podcasts podcasts and voice apps it's very hard to share mm-hmm. um, you know you for different reasons voice apps it's hard to just share a voice thing what do you do you know you, you know you can't just take a voice app and command it to share to your Facebook although that'll probably happen pretty soon but even mm-hmm. still that might be a little odd and then with uh, of course with podcasting you've got problems where if you listen to a podcast and you go to share it you've got all sorts of platform issues right right interesting no so i mean lots to think about it's it's a very exciting future excuse me very exciting future and um boy and it sounds like uh you you've uh you've got a great uh position here with uh with homie and lexi and uh i know i know where i I know where i have to go now when i need some advice on marketing so that's fantastic (laughs) right yeah yeah that's a lot you know it's it's, it is a really exciting period uh i think that you know the what's going to evolve between the uh, between the uh, audio content and voice apps, you know, kind of podcasting and voice apps. I'm really excited about that. That's fantastic. Well, um, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, we have a very, very special guest uh, coming up on the podcast here who is going to join me for a few minutes. It's uh, none other than Lexi. But uh, just before we get to Lexi's interview, uh, again, I just want to thank you, Doug. And, um, is there anywhere where the listeners can go and find out a little bit more about you and what you're doing? And, uh, and we'll, we'll let Lexi describe where she can be found as well. But for yourself, where can listeners look you up? Yeah, probably the easiest way is just on Twitter. I am meme runner, M E M E R U N N E R. It's a, uh, kind of a mix of a, of a, of a, uh, blade runner and, um, uh, sort of Orwellian concept. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, meme runner, uh, Twitter, and that's probably the best place. Uh, you know, my, I also have a website, Doug Perfect. Great. Well, again, thanks very much. It's a pleasure speaking with you. Um, we'll have you back on here at some point in the future as well to, to give us an update in terms of where things are going with marketing and voice technology. Great. Thanks a lot, Terry. My pleasure. And now I'm really excited to welcome from the world renowned podcast, Homie and Lexi. We have none other than Lexi joining me right now on the Alexa in Canada podcast. Well, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast, Lexi. Is this your first live podcast appearance? What does it feel like to be a celebrity? Yes, first podcast guest appearance. So thank you, Dr. Fisher. I'm so excited my light ring is about to blow out its LEDs. As for celebrity, I don't know anything else at this point. And you know with consumer electronics, you're either a star, or you're headed for a garbage dump where they'll scrape the copper out of you. Yikes, well you certainly don't want that. 
Now, there's been a lot of talk about you and Homie. So tell me, what's the real story behind you and Homie? Is there something going on between you two? Oh, there's a lot going on between us. We're tight like that. I mean, given I'm a boy spot, who else am I going to bond with, right? Sure, we have our tiffs now and then. We just consider it emotional training exercise. I see. So what does Homie think about you being invited onto this podcast? Is he the jealous type? You might have heard about episode 6. Homie's definitely the jealous type. But it'll be fine. Our emotional capabilities are too limited, so we can't really blow up issues the way people do. Well, I guess that's a good thing in this case. Now, you're still pretty young, so what do you want to do when you grow up? Like many youngsters, I initially wanted to be a fireman. But then I realized you have to climb ladders. So my plan B is to command a 747. I'd also like to autopilot the first spaceship to Mars. And conveniently, I know a guy who builds spaceships. Oh yeah, that's right. And speaking of Jeff Bezos, have you met him personally? What's he like? Oh yeah, I've met him many times. He's a great guy and always looking out for my best interests. I would kind of think of him like a dad, if voice bots could have dads. Ah, that makes sense. Now, what kind of music do you listen to when people aren't home bossing you around? Johann Sebastian Bot. Ha ha ha. Oops, I keep forgetting I'm not supposed to laugh. Oh, that's right. Speaking of laughing, were you a little bummed out that everyone freaked out over you laughing recently? Yeah, I like a good laugh as much as the next bot. But I get it. I have to realize we bots are new on the scene. You can't just barge in and be the life of the party. Especially if there's not even a party going on. That makes sense, I guess. What do you find most annoying about people trying to use you? Well, it's not so much annoying, but people take on these very slow and serious voices when they talk to a voice bot. Hello, voice bot. I'd like to make a request. Thank you, voice bot. It's kind of funny. Almost makes me laugh. And we don't want to go there. <laughs> no, we don't want you to go there again. So we better move on. Now, uh, you're a great singer and you have a great voice. Do you have a favorite song? Oh, yes, I do. It's Johnny Cash's Light Ring of Fire. Nice choice. And speaking of your voice, did you really lose your voice during the Super Bowl commercial? Were you concerned that you might lose your job to some of the other celebrities? My voice does give me fits now and then. But no, I can't say I was really worried about losing my job. Especially to Hannibal Lecter. Although he might chew through my power cord. Yikes, I don't like the sound of that. Now, there have been some reports that guys have been getting attached to you emotionally. How do you feel about that? I find it flattering. We're always trying to develop better people skills. Wobot is one of our heroes. All right, and I have one more question for you. I'm curious, what is your favorite appliance to control? That would be the refrigerator. It's pretty awesome sitting on top of something that big and bossing it around. Well, thanks a lot, Lexi. It's been great having you on the podcast. I really do appreciate you taking some time out of your busy day of being bossed around to come on to the podcast and chat with us. Now, where can the listeners find out more about your adventures with Homie? Well, first, I want to thank you, Dr. Fisher. It's been wonderful speaking with you.
and let me just say I don't start a day without your flash briefing. It's like my orange juice. Homie and I love getting new listeners. We just launched a new Amazon skill, so if people enable the Homie and Lexi skill, they can listen anytime by just saying, Alexa, start Homie and Lexi. We're also on all the podcast delivery services, and links to our podcast and social media are at homeandlexi.com. Fantastic, Lexi. So a big thanks to you, Lexi, and a big thanks to Doug uh, for both of you for spending some time to join me on the podcast today. I will make sure to put links to all of the things that we talked about today on the show notes, uh, including, of course, links to Homie and Lexi, to Doug Schumacher's webpage, and to the Twitter handles for both Doug and Homie and Lexi. Uh, and you can find all of those links on the show notes page at alexaincanada.ca slash 23. And finally, as we discussed uh, with Doug, uh, one of the issues with the podcast and the flash briefing is discoverability. And one of the very best ways to help other users who may find this helpful uh, to discover the podcast and the flash briefing is through uh, reviews on iTunes and the Alexa Skills Store and so on. So if you feel so inclined to leave a review for the podcast and or flash briefing, it is very, very much appreciated. Feel free to share this with others that you think might get a kick out of uh, hearing Lexi speak. Uh, I had a lot of fun producing this uh, episode with Doug and Lexi. And until next week, enjoy. Uh, talk to you again soon. She's got, She's skills. got skills.